You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Sex and relationship advice you can use tonight. Welcome to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. I'm your co-host, Brandon Ware, here with my lovely other half, Dr. Jess. This is pretty much the the last one of the year. I guess we have one next week, but I don't know. Christmas for me always feels like the end of the year. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, there's a a wrap-up vibe that's going on right now. Yeah, but a weird year where we almost don't even know what's coming, right? People are asking for meetings for January, and I'm like, January? That feels so long ago, but I guess it's here again now. It's the end of the year, and there is no better time to check in with your health, so our partner, Let's Get Checked, lets you do all of your health testing from home, from hormones to thyroid to STIs to cholesterol to iron to Lyme disease. Test from home, send it in, and get secure results online. Go to letsgetchecked.com, and please use code Dr. Jess to save and to let them know you heard about their services here. Now, babe, last year around this time, we did an exercise based on a 2017 article in the New York Times entitled, You May Want to Marry My Husband by Amy Krauss Rosenthal. And for folks who didn't hear that episode, in the piece, uh, Amy wrote it from her deathbed. She writes about her husband's many appealing qualities as though she is writing his dating profile. Now, back in 2017, when I first read this article, I was away on a long business trip and I was reading it on the plane and I was messy crying the whole time because she sings his praises after 26 years of marriage and 10 days later she passes away. And I was so moved by the piece and so inspired that I used it to write your profile, babe, uh, just in point form. Like it took probably five minutes and I remember sending it to you via text message because I'm so romantic. And I don't know if you recall that we both ended up in tears and uh, I ended up using the, the column as inspiration for a group exercise the next day. So I was working with a group of couples in Prague and I asked them to read Rosenthal's column and then write a dating profile for their partner as a reminder of why they love them. And every participant in the room, even the Czech translators, were crying as they read the article and made the list of their partner's best qualities. And of course, when they were done, they reported, you know, feeling really present and connected and grateful. And you could like, you could just feel the shift of energy in the room. So last year on the podcast, uh, I, I shared the one I wrote for Brandon. He wrote one for me. And we, we will read these maybe again, but you can also go back and listen to episode 89. But this year I wanted to try something different and I wanted to try the process for other folks in our lives uh, because it doesn't have to be, you know, an intimate or romantic partner for whom you express this type of love. And so I've written my mom's and my cousin Annabella is here with her mom, Denise. Hey, how you doing? Hi. Hi. I'm good. <laughs> We're good. We're good. Yeah. Waking up. They're just waking up. This is true. This is true. So, Annabella, introduce yourself. Who are you? Your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's about it. Um, Annabella's yeah. my... Are you like a first... Co- your dad's my first cousin. Yeah. And then and you're I'm my just favorite. there by association. Yeah. And if anyone follows us on Instagram, if you ever see me doing handstands or headstands with someone that's Annabella or planks on top of each other true but she's 
I have to be the bottom plank. She needs to get her butt up. I know. Or down. Or something like that. So, Anna, you've written your mom's profile. I wrote it for my mommy. <laughs> oh, I'm so touched. So, do you, do you want to read it? Yeah. Okay. Well, first... Jess was like, it's five minutes, but I've known you for 20 years, so it's kind of hard to put it down into five minutes. But I have, you're a calm, quiet, strong base of the family. You're the best listener, and because of that, you give the best advice. You always help from cakes to schoolwork, and you always give from your time to your emotions, and that means you always care. I'm crying already. (laughs) (laughs) I am too. You give the best hugs. Always squeezes. She's funny in a punny way. (laughs) Um, She's so understanding, it's annoying. She has this ability to see all three sides when there's tensions or emotions are high, and she always speaks rationally about it. She's quirky. (laughs) She's able to, to enjoy the moment so well and put other people into that perspective. She's hardworking and dedicated. She's graceful like in the fairy tales. Mm. (laughs) She has a crazy amount of patience, even when you don't deserve it. And her cooking and baking is just the best thing in the world. (laughs) That's what we do together, too. Oh, Hannah, thank you so much. I love you, Mommy. Oh, it's been so nice having you here. I mean, it's been such a difficult time for everybody. Thank you for the tissues. (laughs) 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 Definitely needed. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. Thank you for always being there. (laughs) I think these are the things, you know, you're talking about this note um, and just expressing to other people. And I think these are the things that really help us get through times like this. Um, We're finding even at work that it's one of the things, um, I think when the pandemic hit, it's been so hard. Like you've had to make so many changes. You've had to move back home. You've had to move (laughs) away from a dorm, you Mm -hmm. know, and so many inconveniences, but you are so good at knowing what makes you happy. I think I need to get better at doing this and telling you why you make me so happy and dad and grandma and grandpa and Jess and B. (laughs) Same. But I think it's stopping and, and, getting more disciplined around us doing that yeah and and really it's just gratitude at the end of the day right um but that's what helps us keep putting one foot in front of the other Mm -hmm. and keeping going i think so oh thank you so (laughs) much what a gift that is um to give some context uh, anna goes to school in pennsylvania but her parents live in jamaica and so she's moved back down. How long have you been here now, back, I've back been in Jamaica? Here since July. Oh, so like six months. Yeah. And she was supposed to be doing her semester abroad in, in Stockholm, Stockholm. but Aww. she can't. <laughs> and she probably won't get to do it outside of us taking a, a trip, trip there. So been a, that's a great reason to go for a trip. <laughs> like, I know. You know? I just want to see the ABBA Museum. <laughs> yeah, so much, so many changes this year. And Definitely. you're right. This is the the reason I love this exercise is you can't be anywhere but here when you're doing it. And last year when we put it on the podcast, we entitled the episode "The Best Gift Ever," and that's why I wanted to run it again this year. So even if folks only have half an hour before they need to scramble to put together a present, I don't think there's 
as much as valuable as letting people know how you feel. And, you know, definitely I'm a words of affirmation person, so I'm a little partial to this. But there is just so much value in either writing it down or even, I know you're both artists, so that whole family is artists. Brendan and I, as we know, are not. We draw at a... A different kind of artist. Yeah, we draw at a six-year-old level. Brennan's a bit of a performative artist, though, because last night on our family Zoom call, he put his shorts up his butt and walked around with his white butt for my family. And the whole Chinese family was like, what's with white people, man? (laughs) Impromptu thongs. Impromptu thongs. So you're an artist, too. But I was thinking that this also could be something you illustrate. There there are so many different ways. Obviously, I'm, I'm drawn to words because that's the way I express myself. But there are so many ways you can do this. And I really encourage folks to think about not getting in your head and not feeling like you need to write an essay, just jotting down some of the things that you feel about other people. And I love the context or the framing of the dating profile. And so, uh, again, what I recommend is if you have a chance to read the article, why you might want to marry my husband, and then jot down notes for a loved one's dating profile, considering different areas like personality and hobbies and attitude, maybe profession, maybe disposition, appearance, maybe some endearing idiosyncrasies or habits or parenting style or community involvement or family role or anything else that makes them wonderful just don't get hung up on the language just kind of let the words flow and uh, I also wrote my mom's so I'm going to share that with you now and then I guess force my mom to listen to the podcast but I just want to thank you so much Anna and Denise for hanging and I'm really grateful of course to be here with you both Brandon and I uh, it doesn't feel like the holidays without being with you guys and and your dad your dad would be here we would invite the whole family in but I do want to briefly apologize there's a bit of echo in the room but we're working with what we're working with here in Jamaica but if we did bring your dad in or your grandma you or anyone hear is they're laughing it would just be so thank you so much for doing that thank you for pushing me to do that because I don't think I would have and I think it was it was good well it was a big gift for me (laughs) thank you now I don't think my mom normally listens or maybe that's just what I convince myself of since we share so much but I'm gonna ask her to listen to this episode and or maybe send this along in a card I'm not sure but I did write my mom's yesterday and so I want to read it now okay Okay, so it's a dating profile. Sorry, I'm a little nervous (laughs) when it gets personal. Okay, mom. Bubbly and full of life, you can feel the energy sweep into the room and you can hear it, which you will love or grow to love. The definition of graceful aging, always the cutest, even though she's never really trying. A really good mom, if I ever have a kid, I hope they learn as much from me as I have from her. Her pearls of wisdom continue to carry me through life. No ego, really just comfortable with herself. And this is such a big part of what makes her shine. Ooh, this is hard. Kind of glad she's not looking across because I'd never, if she was here, I wouldn't make it through. Okay, I'm willing to keep learning and growing. As a septuagenarian, she just turned 70, 
This really says a lot about how open her mind continues to be. And even though she talks a lot, (laughs) when it comes to the serious stuff, she's really willing to listen. Chinese by heritage and Jamaican by birth and upbringing, now a Canadian, she blends the best of so many cultures into one. You'll be thankful for more than just her cooking, but damn, can she cook and bake curry, focaccia, raisin bread, lasagna, protein balls for Brandon, fish, meat, veg, she can do it all. You'll be spoiled in your belly and in your heart and soul. You okay? Yeah, my mom's pretty awesome. So I think that sums her up. And again, if you are going to try this, you know, I didn't spend an hour on this or anything. It's just kind of what came to mind, free-flowing without overthinking it. I'd also like to add that your mom is accidentally and inappropriately funny. Oh my God, she's so inappropriately funny by accident. She wants a sheared beaver coat. And so she's yelling at me down the street a few years ago. She wants a sheared beaver but like she you has can no do clue. That. It's free. <laughs> She's the Charles Boyle of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She is the Charles our... Boyle of the family. <laughs> only, only cooler. Cooler. Um, I know Brandon and I read ours last year, but I want to read you yours again, Brandon, because it has been a year. So this is what I wrote for you years ago now, 2017, and I haven't made any edits, but I think it still stands. Hilarious, funny man who can make kids, college dudes, and a room full of executives and old ladies laugh out loud alike. Kind and compassionate, cares about every soul on this planet, even bugs. Hang on, but that giant spider yesterday, do you care about that spider? I mean, I don't want to kill the spider, but I don't want to be friends with that spider. Okay, so I know I'm prone to hyperbole, but that spider... It was giant. Was a it giant. Was huge. Okay, a total sidebar there, but yeah. I don't want to kill that spider, but I do not want to be friends with it. Well, you couldn't kill it. You don't have a shoe oh big God. enough. Okay, I'll continue. This is such a big one, babe. We'll spend every day working to woo and keep you, and that's how I feel. Ugh. Um, You're always willing to grow and change the most committed and supportive partner you can imagine. Fit, handsome, dedicated to aging gracefully, hardworking, ambitious, but cares about people more than the bottom line. Eager to please, willing to push his comfort zone for love. So humble, really has no clue how amazing he is and will continuously inspire you to be a better person you're all of those things babe so we've heard denise's my mom's yours and i just encourage people to consider trying this out for yourself even if you never give it to the person i think it can be really really grounding and remind us what matters when many of us are feeling pretty frustrated right now Uh, many of us are feeling very anxious I will say that writing these out really soothed my anxiety, even just sharing them here right now. It's funny because listening to it was hard for me. I mean, even so much so that my heart was racing, listening. 
And it's not that I don't remember what you said, but it's also difficult for me to listen to compliments. Mm-hmm. Um, so hearing it from somebody who's, you know, who cares about you is, is nice. I mean, it's grounding. It's a reminder of how people see you mm-hmm. when you might not see that in yourself. You okay? Yeah. Why does your heart race, do you think? I think I'm nervous of, <laughs> I think I'm nervous of how I'm going to react even on this podcast to people listening. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, sorry, it's hard. I think everybody's feeling really emotional right now. And Anna and Denise are two people that we're really, really close with. So we're comfortable, I think, feeling vulnerable and giving ourselves that space that we don't always create for ourselves. So I'm really, really thankful to have them in my life, as well as Anna's dad, Michael, who is amazing. And, you know, maybe in the next couple of weeks, he'll come on the podcast and just share some of his life perspective, because he's a a really interesting person, a really loving person, such a thoughtful person. Actually, I want to shout out something I saw last night. So we were downstairs and Denise went up to bed because she goes to bed early and gets up very early. And when he noticed she was up there he was like oh I better go up to close up for her because there's these big kind of shutter doors but he's just so thoughtful with her and that's after well I don't know Matt's like what 23 so they've been married and together actually I don't know how long okay I was 14 when they got married Uh, but I know they've been together since they were like 21 years old and I'm just going to out them and say they're both over 50. So they've been together a really long time, but he's just so thoughtful. And if you listen to an old episode with my uncle, Mike, that's his father. He's also super thoughtful. So he got a little, uh, he's building a boat here, like a smaller power boat. And I mentioned that, oh, we could go water skiing. So today he's like, I'm going to call my friend and see if we can borrow some water skis. Everything you say, they're just so attuned to And being around them makes me more like that because I don't think that that's how I naturally am. Well, I think that modeled behavior is also nice to see. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but the other day his mom was feeling a little just off and she was coughing a little bit during, uh, I I think she just ate something and something didn't sit right. So he went, got up, didn't, wasn't waiting for her to ask and got her a glass of water. And it's these little things that he does all the time. And he's, he reminds me a little bit of Luigi, your stepfather, mm-hmm. who isn't looking for the, 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 the headline act where somebody mm-hmm. acknowledges the things that he's done. He does them not expecting praise or acknowledgement. It's because he cares. Yeah. You know, off the cuff, I could say so much about Mike or write his dating profile, but he's hilarious. <laughs> he laughs out loud constantly, mostly at his own jokes. <laughs> He is thoughtful beyond anything I've ever seen. I actually noticed that gesture at the table the other night yeah. when he got his mom the water. Uh, just really such a... He's introspective. Yes. He, you know what it is? And he, we need to bring him on early because I feel like cause he has these nuggets of wisdom early in the day. <laughs> oh, is that so? <laughs> um, but he always wants to be better. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. He He said it to me this morning where he was like, what I'm doing is in an effort to be a better human being, 
you know, and he benefits from that personally and those around him benefit from that as well. Because when he's trying to be the best version of himself, he, you know, I see him take care of those around him. And I would have to assume that that those, those actions rub off. And then the person who is given a glass of water without asking wants to reciprocate that gesture and passes along that, that, that thing. Yes. And I just, I want to, you know, apologize for that wild noise in the background. I yeah. think there's, there's some drilling going on next to us, but <laughs> it's worth it because it's going to be even more beautiful here where we are. Yeah, you know, we talk often about intergenerational trauma, but there's also the positive side because I see it in Big Mike. I see it in Mike Jr. And I see it in his son, Matthew, who's not here right now. He's uh, in the States working. But yeah, we just, it's turned into a family gush session. And I, I, I don't know, it feels good. But you can hear that, you know, I feel a little nervous, you know, when you talk about your own family. But we're very, very grateful uh, for so many folks in our lives. And we have a huge family. And so as my mom says, you can pick, choose, and refuse. <laughs> so, uh, but this, these are, you know, the group that we are super, super close with. And I hope that you, wherever you are, I know that the holidays aren't the most positive time for everybody. And I also know that these holidays, 2020 in particular, are different than ever before. So moving into the holidays, I just want to, you know, kind of send out some love and appreciation for you for supporting us and listening and contributing. So many people send us messages and emails with their perspective, with their stories, with their questions. So thank you for being a part of this process and letting Brandon and I, you know, really learn alongside you. I, I find this this podcast very therapeutic at times, especially when I get to just chat with you, babe. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I've learned so much from all the guests that have come on and every single one of them, there's just so much wisdom in what they've shared. I feel like I benefit the most from, from this podcast. But I feel I get so much from you. I feel like you always bring kind of this practical, human, no clinical uh, perspective, just you know, so I, yeah, I really appreciate it. So I'll stop gushing now and say, say thanks once again. Thanks, babe. Thanks folks who are listening. Brandon's making a face at me. What's up? Am I supposed to read mine or are we passing? Um, you read it last year. I think people can, do you want to read it? Yeah, sure. I'll read it again. I mean, fine. We'll go out on a high <laughs> with my dating profile. Fine. Go, go, go. <laughs> uh, and straight up, I'm probably not going to get through this without tearing up. So if you hear me choke up and stop, it's just because that's who I am. <laughs> so I think I'm going to, I'm going to start by changing the very first, one of the first words. So here we go. A dangerously smart, funny, and adventurous woman in search of a partner who absolutely loves life. She wakes every day with a smile on her face and goes to bed reluctantly <laughs> for fear of missing out on a party um, with an excitement for what the next day will bring. Her athleticism will impress you and even more so when she throws a 30-yard tight spiral while rocking five-inch heels and a dress. She's an absolute knockout. Every curve perfectly created, skin smooth as silk, deep brown eyes that will, captivate <laughs> <laughs> that will captivate you 
and express a sense of empathy and care for others that cannot, cannot be matched by anyone. She is a giver. Whether food, <laughs> whether food or drink, Babe, I can't cry so much. I have to go live on camera <laughs> at 10. <laughs> okay, so I'll push through. Whether food or drink, clothing, gifts, or the last bite of a seized chocolate, mm. be prepared to always warm her hands <laughs> and feet because she even gives away the heat her body <laughs> produces. <clears throat> All right, we're almost done. Don't worry. Did I mention that she can cook and bake? You'll learn to savor and enjoy every bite of food and life if you're lucky enough to call her your partner. She'll teach you about empathy and how to challenge societal norms. She'll inspire you to work hard and to enjoy every dollar that you earn. She'll plan for you, take She'll plan for you, take care of you, tend to you, and work with you to schedule an exciting life you never dreamed possible. <clears throat> okay, this really is the end. <laughs> You'll fall deeply in love with her, and you won't be able to picture your life without her. You'll learn that if you, only every person could feel as important and cared for as she does, the world would be a better place. You'll live your life fearful of the day you'll be You'll live your life fearful of the day you'll be eternally apart because without her, nothing else matters. Oh, babe. <laughs> Woo! And I was going to cut it off before that. So thank you. I think I'm going to just wrap it up there and say thank you once again because uh, I'm in tears. Uh, one more time, please forgive. <laughs> please forgive the the background noise. We just moved into this space uh, in Jamaica, where we're going to be semi permanently. So we will figure out the sound for next week, because I know people go on iTunes and get mad about the sound. <laughs> so we'll we'll fix this, babe. You're the sweetest. You make me feel so appreciated. Uh, another time, I would like to talk about why it is so hard to hear all these positive things about ourselves and probably the trauma response involved in that. But for now, I just really wish everyone uh, a peaceful and healthy and hopefully relaxing holiday season that is now upon us. So thank you again for a decent 2020. We made it and all the best for 2021 to be even happier and healthier. You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Improve your sex life. Improve your life. <laughs>